Welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. I pray that the message uh, will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Again, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, saints. Let's praise God in this house this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There is no God like the God we serve. Jehovah, the God Almighty, from everlasting to everlasting. He's God. He brought us over the dangerous highways, and he woke us up this morning, and we come to give him praise. We come to give him glory. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. How many of you are triumphant this morning? Blessed be God's holy name. Hallelujah. I'll skip the text. We'll come from the 90th division of Psalms. And it reads, as the Lord reigns, let the earth rejoice. Let the many coastlands be glad. Clouds and thick darkness are all around him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries all around. His lightnings light up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountain melts like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness and all the people see his glory. All worshipers of images are put to shame who make their boast in worthless idols. Worship him, all you gods. Zion hears and is glad, and the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you, O Lord, are the most high over all the earth. You exalt far above all gods. You, O you who love the Lord, hate evil. He preserves the lives of his saints. He delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and joy for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. May God add a blessing to his word. Let us pray. Father God, it's in Jesus' name that we come. Father, we realize that it is no goodness of ours that we're here. But, Lord God, we know that you are merciful. We know that it's because you are gracious. It's because you're long-suffering, oh God. And, Father, we just come to worship you this morning. We come to lift up holy hands without rapt or doubting. We come, oh God, to, to ascribe to you glory do your name. Be with us this morning, Lord God. Let your presence be great in this house. And over these airwaves, oh God, let your presence be great. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord. Hallelujah, Father. We bless your name, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, we bless you, Lord. Let your presence be great in this place. 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 
worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you for your love, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for your unfailing love, God. Hallelujah. You, God. Yes. We give you glory, God. We give you glory, God. You are Emmanuel, God, with us. Thank you for being Hallelujah. We bless your name today, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come, come, let us adore Him. Wow. 
worship the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We come to worship the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. I want to take this morning for, from, uh, from a text that we read earlier from the 97 Division of Psalms uh, when it gets started. But first of all, I want to do this. I want to set protocol. I want to give honor to Bishop Jackson to, today uh, in his absence. Um, he needed to stay off his feet for a couple of days. He felt like it would be best if he did. Um, uh, you know, Bishop, he do a lot, and y'all know that. <laughs> and so, um, you know, he, he asked if I would step in this morning, and uh, I would never tell him uh, no um, unless I just could not do it. But um, so when he called me, I said, yes, sir, I would do it. So we want to give honor to him. We want to give honor to all our elders, all our ministers, uh, you the saints of God. But uh, even before that, we want to praise God for being here this morning, for giving us the mercy and the grace to be here this morning. Just praise God for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, like I said, we're coming from the 97th Division of Psalms. You that has been following us on in Bible study, uh, even on the minister's call, I talked about how God has been dealing with me about the name of God, the name of God. Now, you know, in one message, we cannot exhaust uh, everything that needs to be said, but I just want to share you some of the things that the Lord had begun to uh, share with me, and uh, the way the Lord deals with me, he continues to show me as time progresses. But uh, that last verse in the 97th Division of Psalms, Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. We'll stop right there and let us pray. Father God, it's in Jesus' name that we come. Father, we just realize that you are the only self-existing one. There is none like you. You're God all by yourself. So we come this morning, Lord God, to give you the glory, to, to ascribe unto you the glory that is due to your name. We can't do anything without you, Father. So uh, here I am, Father, just, a, just a, a vessel that you separated unto yourself to use me as you see fit. So I say, Father, have your way. 
Uh, let me do nothing, O oh God, that will bring a tarnish to your name or to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As I was studying this passage, Bishop, Bishop has sent out the topic for Thanksgiving, and uh, I think it came from the 95th Division of Psalms, and um, I began to think about, uh, you know, being thankful, and that was the, the, the passage that came to mind, because, uh, you know, I was raised up, I, I cut my spiritual teeth on the King James Version Bible, you know, and so I would tell people, that's the Bible, you know, uh, uh, when I was a young Christian, and it is, the King James still, it, it, it was first uh, printed in uh, 1611, uh, uh, and, and, and the King James Version is still running strong, but I found out something about my dear old Bible. I found out that some of the translations, you have to go and check them, because uh, they did not have the, uh, the uh, Dead Sea Scrolls and some of the other material that the earlier or the latest uh, translation translated from. Uh, so they meant well, but some of the things they missed. One of the things you learn in seminary, they tell you that you are an apologist and you are a theologian, okay? Now, I have trouble when people tell me that. <laughs> I have trouble with that, but who, me? I'm not no theologian. But um, we had a, 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 a teacher who would tell us we would... Uh, you know, give a quote from a particular trans, uh, a, a particular um, commentary, and she'll say, "Well, did you check that commentary?" Okay, <laughs> and I'll say, "Okay," and she's saying, "Because how you know that they did it right?" So we have to go back to the original language. One of the uh, rabbis uh, said, uh, "Studying the Bible." Apart from the original language, it's like kissing your bride through the veil. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> but because some of the things you have to go back and study. But this is what happened. As I was studying this passage, and uh, the King James Version said, uh, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Well, the NIV says it like this. Rejoice in the Lord, you who are righteous, and praise his holy name. Well, I, you know, I pulled out another version, of the, the English standard, and it said pretty much the same thing. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. And then I pulled out another one, the New American Standard Bible, and it pretty much said the same thing, it, uh, uh, just a little different, but it said, be glad in the Lord, you righteous ones, and give thanks to his holy name. Well, uh, right away, I'm saying to myself, how did they miss it? How did a King James translator translate it so differently? Why did they translate it so differently? These were theologians. These were scholars. These weren't just your run-of-the-mill people. They, 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 they understood the languages pretty much, but they translated it differently. So then I pull out another one, the American Standard Version. And this is what it says. And this is what started me on my journey. It said, be glad in Jehovah, you righteous, and give thanks to his holy memorial name. Okay, well, I'm saying, why did they say memorial? You know, there's a couple of whys. You know, why did they say memorial? What is it about God's name that is to be remembered? Because that's what it says. We'll see that. 
what is it about his name that is to be remembered? Okay? Now, that word that they use there is uh, Zakar. Now, it's actually got a guttural sound at the end, and I'm not going to embarrass myself or do damage to that language by trying to say that as Zakar, okay? But remember, it got a guttural sound at the end. Now, Zakar, it means the name by which one is to be remembered. When the Lord talked to Moses about the, 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 the nation of Amalek, he said that he was going to wipe out their memorial, their name from the earth. They would not be remembered. God said, I'm going to wipe them out. Okay? He used that word. Now, okay, so as I continue to study, I saw this here. Uh, the Lord led me to Exodus, the third chapter. Verse 3 through 15, you all are familiar with this. Moses talking to the Lord. The Lord told him, I have uh, 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 appeared to you for a reason. I'm sending you to Egypt to deliver my people. Moses said, but when I come there, who shall I tell them sent me? And this is the conversation, okay? I try to bring you up to speed on, on the conversation. <laughs> Here it is. Then Moses asked God, if I go to the Israelites and say to them, the Lord God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is his name? What shall I tell them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thus shall thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me to you. And God said, moreover to Moses, thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, Jehovah God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me unto you. This is my memorial name. This is the name to be remembered by. What name? Jehovah. Jehovah. Yahweh. It's the name. Now, why is that so? Because, see, we, uh, in the, trans uh, in the uh, King James and other uh, translations, we have, um, a lot of times, we'll see Elohim. Elohim is just a title. It's just an address. It is not God's name. He is in, in Elohim. There was many Elohims. In the ancient Near Eastern world, there were many Elohim. There was a lot of gods, you know, or so-called gods, so they call him Elohim. But God, Jehovah, is Israel's Elohim. He's our Elohim. He's our God. But when you talk about his name, usually when it's translated, it's translated capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. That is Yahweh, okay? God, uh, and, 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 and many times when we see that, not many times, but when we see that, we have to realize that the writer is trying to tell us something. Okay? Now, let's go to, uh, so when God said this to Moses, this wasn't the first time this name is in scripture. You know, they, they, one of the rules of uh, interpreting the Bible is called first mention principle. Go back when it was first mentioned. Well, the first time you see it in Scripture is in Genesis, the second chapter. This predated Moses, but the Lord revealed it to Moses, and Moses wrote it. We believe Moses wrote the, 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 the five books. But uh, in Genesis, the second chapter, verse 4, starting verse 4, this is what, the, uh, this is what uh, Moses recorded. 
there are, these are the records of the heavens and the earth concerning their creation. Talking about Adam and Eve and the earth. Um, at the time that the Lord God, and this is a, a, a lowercase L-O-R-D, made the, made the earth and the heavens. No shrub of the field had yet grown uh, on the land, and no plant of the field had yet sprouted. For the uh, Lord, case L-O-R-D, Lord God, um, um, had made it rain, had not made it rain uh, on the land, and there was no man to work the ground. But mist went up from the earth and watered all the ground. Verse 7 says, And the Lord is still Lord, case L-O-R-D. It's still talking about the lowercase. Now, you still see that uh, when, when it say there was a lowercase, it's um, Adonai. Adonai. Okay? That is an endearing name for God. The Lord God planted a, a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man and the woman. Now, we come to the third chapter. Now, I, I, I read the second chapter because I wanted you to see that uh, it was constantly Lord God, but it was Lord case. Now we get to the third chapter. We get to the third chapter, and Satan knew what God, uh, God's name. He knew what was going on. Satan said to, uh, to the woman, and it talked about him being cunning, and, and, and uh, Satan said to, to Eve, did God say that thou should not really, uh, thou should not eat of all the, uh, the, the trees in the garden? And then he went on to say, the Lord God knows. Okay, but he said, have the Lord, L-O-R-D, capital L-O-R-D, Jehovah God said. Now, why in the third chapter, why did it start using his name? Well, in the third chapter, God is dealing with covenant. He's, he's dealing with covenant with Adam and Eve. He gave them, you remember in the first and second chapter. Now, the second chapter is, uh, second chapter is just a more uh, uh, descriptive uh, account of the creation, right? So you you have God doing everything. God is 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 making the I mean, he's, he's putting the plants in, in in the ground and he's doing everything. In the third chapter, he turns it over to Adam. You know, once he turned it over to Adam, God didn't do anything else. When it came to naming the animals, God brought the animals to Adam to name. Right? It was the capital L O R D. It was Jehovah Elohim then, right? He was the God. Now, what do the I am means? In the Hebrew, because the I am is connected to God's name. He is what he is, right? He's the self-existing one. It is impossible for God not to exist. To say who created God is really not a very wise question to ask. Because how can you create someone that's been here forever? In other words, there is, uh, God is the metaphysical necessary one. He's necessary. It's impossible for God not to exist. And we come along and all of a sudden, because we don't understand everything, we want to disbelieve. We want to say we don't believe it because we don't understand it all. But I always talk to people who tell me that. I say, do you understand everything it is about astrophysics? Do you understand why Mars is in the place, well, Jupiter is in the place it is, and it acts as a shield to the Earth? Do you understand? Can you tell me why the moon is in this place? Can you explain that to me? This is what God done to Job. He said, where were you? Mm 
We're talking about a God who is almighty. All right, listen to this. Higher, higher. In short, he is, a self he, he, he is the self-existing one, like I just said. It is impossible that God do not exist. Uh, the earth, sorry to say that the earth is, is in what they call the Goldilocks state. Now, we're still talking about his name. Because his name is, in his name is everything that he is. The earth is in the Goldilocks state. What that means? Uh, we've heard that before, but if the earth was any closer to the sun, it would be too hot to sustain life. If it was any farther from the sun, it would be too cold to sustain life. In other words, uh, the earth is in the Goldilocks state. Let's talk about the gravitational force. The gravitational force is exactly right. If it was off by zero point and 3701, <laughs> the earth would not be able to sustain life. Think about that. It is that precise. Now, let me give you a footnote here. This is why they have uh, started creating movies, uh, and they're talking about the, um, uh, uh, when they talk about um, what they call it, um, it's another existence. Uh, that's run parallel to the earth. I can't remember the name of it. But uh, they start coming up with, you know, the earth is too perfect for it not to be another, another planet out there somewhere that, that can sustain life. Okay? But the earth is in the go to life state. This is the God who we're talking about. Okay, we're talking about giving thanks at the remembrance of his holiness or praising his name, the name to be remembered, Yahweh, the self-existing one, just like I said. And, and then it says uh, uh, there are certain principles that make it uh, uh, possible for us to live on this berry-looking ball when you go out into space. They are called anthropic principles. The oxygen level... Uh, it's 21% of the Earth's atmosphere. That precise figure is an anthropic possible, uh, a constant that makes life on the Earth possible. If oxygen were 25%, fires would erupt sp uh, spontaneously. If it was 15%, human beings would suffocate. It's just right. There is a transparency, in other words, that allowed the sun to be able to get through the earth's atmosphere to be able to bring life to the earth. Who did that? Well, let's talk about it. And say, if the atmosphere was less transparent, not enough uh, uh, a solar, uh, a solar radiation would reach the earth's surface. If it were, if it was more transparent, it would be, uh, it would be bombarded with far too much solar radiation uh, down here, and we would basically just burn up. Fires would just, uh, uh, just break out uh, all over the place. The Earth transparent level, the atmosphere, is just right. The moon gravitational uh, interaction with the Earth. 
uh, it, uh, the, the way the moon uh, uh, interacts with the earth, it causes the, 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 the waters to flow. You know, we often talk about it's because the earth uh, is revolving. That's part of it, but it's because the gravitational uh, 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 interaction the earth has with the moon that causes it to rotate. Who done that? If it was any more than what it is, it would be tidal waves all over the place. Right? But God made it just right. Not only did he make it just right, he's keeping it just right. Then there is the fourth one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you this one. The car- carbon dioxide level, uh, if it was in a higher, the runaway greenhouse effect would develop and we'll burn up. If the level was in the lower, then it is now plants would not be able to maintain efficient uh, photosynthesis, and we will all suffocate. In other words, the plants give off a gift off. uh, We breathe because we have the greenery to be able to produce air that we can breathe. But if it was not the way God made it, if it was off just a little bit, see, all of these, they call them the fine-tuned principle. That means because the earth is so fine-tuned, it is not like there are a fruit boldly defined constants that may, uh, that may have resulted by chance. In other words, they're talking about the Big Bang, you know, and all this order came out of, uh, you know, out of, uh, now they call it the, 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 big, the big expansion. And the reason they changed it is because Christians say, we will give you the Big Bang, but uh, God caused the bang. <laughs> because they had trouble explaining. They said there was an amoeba uh, uh, that just popped up and the amoeba just, just, just exploded. Where they say, where did the amoeba come from? Okay, and, and, and so now they just call it the expansion because the earth is yet expanding. Okay, now listen to this. Um, there are over a hundred very narrowly defined constants that give credence to the almighty self-existing God whose name is Yahweh. Because you notice they talked about, in Genesis, it talked about the creation, right? So we see that name when it talked about creation, but when we see it in the book of Exodus, it's pertaining to redemption. God entered into, into a covenant with man after he created and gave man the authority. So they call him Lord God, Jehovah God, Elohim God, right? Elohim, okay? But they, but they, they call him the Elohim, but yet they call him Yahweh. Yahweh is his name. Moses went back after God revealed his name to him. He went back and he wrote a Genesis, right? And so if Moses went back to write Genesis after God had revealed his name, when Moses put capital L-O-R-D, and he started it, and I think it's in the third chapter, he started it, then Moses was trying to tell us something, right? Okay, and, and so God's name is mighty. It says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord with all my heart. And this is Psalm 38 and 1. I will give thanks unto the Lord with all my heart. I will sing praises before the gods. I will worship toward his holy temple and praise his name for, for your loving kindness for, and for thy truth, for thou hast magnified your word above all your name. Now this is what the King James say. They say that God has magnified his name, his word above his name. I've heard people say that. Well, that should make you cringe a little bit because you're saying that how can God magnify something above his name? 
Well, when you go back and read it in other, tra other translations, it don't say that. It talks about God's a word being backed up by his name. In other words, we can have faith in the name of, in the word of God because his name is on it. God's name is on it. It's not going to fail. Now, this is what the Lord told Moses in the 33rd, uh, 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 33rd chapter of, of Exodus. The Lord spoke unto Moses. He said, Lord spoke unto him face to face. I love that. He spoke unto him face to face as, 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 a, as a man speaks to a friend. But when Moses, we're entering into a conversation again, Moses said unto the Lord, because Moses wanted to know God, he said, Lord, you're sending me to deliver the children of Israel, and you said you were going to send me, but you haven't told me who's going to go with me. And Moses just wanted to say, Lord, you said I found favor in your sight, but I want to know who you are because I want to continue to find favor in your sight. Let me know who you are. Right? And then it said, now I, de uh, I, I therefore I pray thee, this is what Moses said in the 33rd uh, chapter, verse 13. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way. This is before he said, show me your glory. Show me your way, that I might know you, that I might find grace in your sight. Uh, that word for, for way is direct in the Hebrew, and that word uh, means moral character. Show me who you are. Show me your moral character. What make you you? Now, God had not showed anybody this. Nobody knew this. Job predated Genesis, <laughs> but Job addressed God as the Almighty. <laughs> okay? Uh, 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 um, he addressed him as El, right? But he never knew Yahweh. And this is what the Lord said. And he said, and I beseech thee, um, uh, he went on down in, in, in uh, verse 18, and he said, I beseech, me, beseech thee, show me your glory. So we, get, we got to realize that show me your way and show me your glory have something to do with each other. And the Lord, uh, and he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of uh, Yahweh before thee. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy. And then it says, in the, in the Yahweh. I love that. And the Yahweh descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Yahweh. And the Yahweh passed before him and proclaimed the Yahweh, the Yahweh God, or the Yahweh, the Yahweh Elohim merciful and gracious long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth keeping mercy for thousands forgiving iniquity transgression and sin and will by no means clear the guilty visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children and the children children to the third and fourth generation what has happened here God showed Moses his essence this is who I am this is what make me me God don't take pleasure in wickedness because there's no wickedness in him. He only takes pleasure in righteousness. He takes pleasure in mercy. He takes pleasure in grace because that's who he is. But he showed us something here. He, say, uh, uh, he said that he would uh, in no way pardon the guilty. See, he showed us his mercy, but he showed us that he is a God of justice. 
You might get by, but you won't get away. You may do you, you, you may do it, but you go, ooh, I love the way they ended uh, the book of Ecclesiastes. Let's hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every work into judgment, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Let's hear the conclusion of the whole matter. I don't care who you are. We're going to have to answer to God. You can say, I don't believe in him. You can say, I don't want to worship him. You can do all of that. Do what you want to do. But the Bible says in the end time, everybody's going to have to answer to the God who created the universe. Because he said, I've left signs for even the unbeliever to realize that I am the almighty, that I am the self-existing one. I've left signs because Paul uh, said it like this. He said, for the invisible things of God are clearly seen in, 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 in uh, 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 Romans 1.20. The invisible things of God are clearly seen uh, uh, by the things that are made. Even his eternal power and Godhead, so that we are without, and I changed the word we, but he said you, but I'm going to say for we are without excuse. You can't say I didn't know. You can, you can paint it in the color you want to. You can say that it was Buddha. You can say it was whoever you want to say it was, but in the end time, you are going to realize that it was God. Footnote here. Footnote, uh, there is a, uh, 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 I forget the man's name, uh, it's, it's, it's actually escaping me right now, but he gave a, um, um, he said that if, because I believe in God, and I live the life I live, and I find out when I die that it was all for naught. I find out that God wasn't real. So he said, I lose nothing. Pascal's wage is what it's called. <laughs> he said, I lose nothing. But if you, who are an unbeliever, if you bet on that and play that hand, if you will, when you die and you find out he is real, you lose everything. Do you want to take that chance? Anybody can see. Anybody. You can hear the birds sing. And you know there's a God. I sit in my backyard sometimes and I hear the birds, different birds, and all of them, they, 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 they got different ways that they chirp. Who did that? I got a bird right now. We got a bird that actually comes every year and builds her nest right over our floodlight in the back. I don't even bother. I, I don't charge a rent or anything. I said, I wish I could. But she, she come and build her nest there, have her little babies, and I'd get to watch her babies grow and everything. And then they, 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 they up and leave. They don't say buy nothing. They just go. <laughs> but she come back about every year because she found out nobody bothers her there. Who, who did that? Now listen to this. Moses made haste after God passed by Moses. Look what happened. See, when you get a chance to know him, 
there's a, we'll do like Moses. It said Moses made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshiped. Notice it didn't say praise. He worshiped. Because he saw the Jehovah. We can gather just from the brief, oh, just brief overview that the name of God that is to be memorized to you and I is Yahweh the Jehovah. In closing, let me elaborate. Okay, I was when I said, well, why is God showing me this? And the Lord led me to the book of Philippians. And when I say led, y'all know how it happens. You just be, 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 be washing dishes. And all of a sudden, the scripture comes up in your heart. You were saying, I never seen that. And then you say, wait a minute, let me go see if that's in there. That's how the Lord, do, he do me. I've been, I have to go get commentaries and whatnot because I, say, I don't remember seeing that. I've been saved a long time since. I got saved in 1981. I'm still finding out things that I did not know. And I study. But I'm still finding out. God can take the 23rd Psalm and he can show us revelations until Jesus comes back. But listen to this. In the New Testament, let's talk about Jesus' name. Now we know that Yahweh's name, he's the self-existing one. He's the covenant-making God. And, 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 he, and that, that name is the name to be remembered. Now, Mo, uh, God told Moses in the sixth chapter, he told him, he said, By my name, he said, uh, I appeared unto Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob by Elohim, I mean, by, by El, by the God Almighty. He say, but they did not know my name. He say, but uh, he say, but I'm going to now. I'm getting ready to show Pharaoh what I'm getting ready to do. They did not know my name, but I'm going to show you my name, Elohim. Show you my name. What he's talking about? Redemption. I'm going to show you my name, right? So we're talking about the creation of God who created and then entered into covenant with man. We're talking about uh, 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 the God who redeems and he, uh, 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 he gives man his name. is the name that we call on. It's the name that the, the Israelites constantly call on. They call on his name, but they reverence that name. A lot of times you be, if you read a Jewish Bible, they won't even write it. They'll write actually a couple of letters and then dot, 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 or something like that. But actually, the name is the unpronounceable name because the, 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 uh, the, the, the Bible writers or, or those, not I hate to call them Bible writers, but those who translated Scripture, they put, uh, uh, um, put vowel pointers in the name because it was actually Y-H- W-H. Don't pronounce the name of God. But what they did was put vowel pointers there so that we can pronounce his name, okay? So they can pronounce his name. But it's really the unpronounceable name of God. Okay, that's how holy his name is. His name is so holy, but God put his name on everything he does. My name is on it. Now, we come to the New, New Testament and say, what is it about the name of Jesus? I've heard of, of people saying something about the name, yeah, you know, I mean, man, and it sounds good, we'd be rocking through it, you know, because uh, uh, there is something about that name. What is it about that name? Well, in the King James Version, my favorite Bible, 
<laughs> it says about Jesus, it said because he humbled himself, he found himself uh, 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 in the fashion of a man, and say because he found himself in the fashion of a man, uh, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. And said, wherefore God has highly exalted him, listen, highly exalted him, and given him, now in the King James Version, it's a, a name. Okay, been saved a long time. That's the way I quote it. The Lord said, look at another translation. I pull out another translation. Guess what it says? The name. Ooh, that changes it. That changes it. When he said God has given him the name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Well, Elder, how you know that that's talking about Jesus? I'm glad you asked. In Isaiah, the 45th chapter, listen to this. God said, turn to me and be saved all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. By myself I have sworn, my mouth has, has honored in all integrity, a word that will not be revoked. Before me every knee will bow, by me every tongue will swear. Now, if God said that about himself, well, how can Paul say that about Jesus? I'm glad you, you know, y'all, y'all really helping me preach him. Uh, 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 <laughs> how can he say that about Jesus? Well, because God gave Jesus the name. Why is that so important to you and me? I'll tell you why. Jesus is the God man. He's the God man. When God gave the, na the name to the God man, that means that you and I, because we are in Christ. See, God in Christ. So the name of God is in Christ. And because we are in Christ, we have the name of the Almighty. So when we say Jesus, we're calling on the, uh, the Almighty God. We're calling on the name of God. We're calling on the self-existing one. We're calling on the one who is from everlasting to everlasting. We're calling him on anything that we use the name for. If you need healing, call on the name. You know, we're not tripping over the fact. See, because, yeah, Jehovah God is the name of the God Almighty. But when he gave the name to a man, he's talking about a man. <laughs> he gave it to a man. The man Christ Jesus. See, Paul said that there is one mediator between God and man. And I love some translation. It says himself a man. The man Christ Jesus. He is a man. So now there is a man that's seated on the throne of God. In the book of Revelation, it says the lamb, the lamb was seated on the throne. God don't share his throne with nobody. So Jesus is God. But he's the God man, and he's taking you and I and put us on the throne where we're reigning with him. The name is on you. The name is on me. Satan don't want us to know that. He don't want us to know that the name of God is on us. How can I be weak when the name of God is on me? The Bible said, wherefore God has highly exalted him. And this is what Paul said. Paul said, I pray that a God will give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. The eyes of all of our understanding being enlightened that we may know what is the hope of his calling.
in the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and exceeding greatness of his power toward us as believers. The exceeding greatness of his power toward us as believers. He resurrected Christ and gave him the Bible says he used his power. Listen, he elevated him highly above every principality and power. Sickness and disease, confusion, all of that was put, to, uh, put under the foot of Christ. And so I want to ask you today, what do you think before? And the, the, the title of that message was something to be thankful for. I'm sorry I didn't say that in the beginning. But I want to ask you, uh, what do you think for? Do you thank God because he's giving you a new car? Uh, you know, we can't get caught up in things because things will dissipate. Things will, will vanish. Sometimes we won't be able to get those things. We're coming up on Christmas. Uh, 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 we can't fall in a funk because we can't get those things. But we have something to give, be thankful for. The Bible says to, to, to give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. I remember uh, 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 a bishop, um, I can't think his name, um, when we were, we, we were in full gospel, used to come on TV, I can't think his name, but he told us, we were in a conference, he said, turn in your Bibles to the 23rd Psalm, everybody turn, and he said, put a dot on that page, and we did. He said, don't, you know, don't do it, just put a little dot. We put the dot on the page, he said, now look at that dot. He said, now you see, it's the, the Lord is my shepherd, I should not want. He said, but now put that dot on the page, we done it. And he said, now look at that dot. He said, now as long as you're looking at that dot, you don't see everything around it. You don't see that the Lord is my shepherd, I should not want. See, sometimes we get focused on the wrong thing. We get focused on the little menial task, and we believe that God can't do the big things. But don't you know God is concerned about you and me? That's why he gave Moses, he told Moses about the name, and he told Moses, this is the name to be remembered. This is the name I want to be, rem to, I want, I want to be remembered by. I want the saints to remember this name. We, 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 we have to remember the name, and we have to realize that the name of Jesus has been given unto us. Something to be thankful for. Thank God that, 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 that we are one in Christ Jesus. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Whether I get what I want or not, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. How many of you have suffered, um, you know, when I say suffered, I'm talking about setbacks or I'm talking about in your life. Ever uh, was expecting something, wanted where you wanted something to happen and it didn't happen and, 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 and you found yourself getting in the funk about it? I have. But you know what happened? I found out <laughs> that God is yet good. Whether I get it or not, he's yet good. He is the self-existing one. He is the most powerful the Almighty. So we just want to praise God. We want to thank God. Be thankful for the God that we serve and that he's revealed himself to us. Don't you know there's a lot of people in the world who don't know God? A lot, and don't you know when, when, you, when, you, when you just can't understand it, you can't understand it. No man can find God by just searching after him. God has to reveal himself to you. And God chose to reveal himself to us. So I just want to just praise God this morning for the name about Almighty God. Let's pray. Uh, if there's um, uh, anyone, you, you may have walked away from Christ.
Uh, you may have been saved before. You got despondent. You lost focus on who God is. You got wrapped up in things. We want to ask you to come back. We want to invite you to come back. We want to open the door for you to come back. We want to pray for you this morning that uh, God will restore you. Let's pray. Father God, it's in Jesus' name that we come this morning. Father, you are good and you are merciful. You are gracious, long-suffering Father. And we realize, Father, that many of us, many times we get despondent, we get uh, discouraged, but we ask and pray this morning that you would restore anyone, oh God, under the sound of my voice, who has said, Lord God, uh, I walked away from you, but I want to come back this morning. I yield myself to you, Lord God. I want to be the one, the person that you called me to be because I know that there's nothing greater than being the person you called me to be. So, Father, we just ask that you would uh, uh, bring them back, Father, that you would forgive the sins and blot out the transgressions. Come on, say with me, anyone, Lord God, we come back to you this morning. Father, I want to uh, ask that you would forgive my sin, and you know the sin, call it out. I want you, Father God, to accept me and to, oh, Father, bring me to the place that you want me to be. Use me the way you want to use me. I pray, Father God, that you would uh, set me in the place that you want me to be. Lead me to the church I need to be, Father, that I may learn continue to keep your people, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now there are some who may have been un you're unsaved. You don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. You have tried all kind of gods and um, you know you found out that they will fail you. But um, there's a lot of things we don't know. But we do know that God is who he said. He is. We want to give you the opportunity to come. God sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die on our behalf. So we want to pray that God, that you, you give your life to Christ. Come on and pray with me this morning. Repeat with me. Lord God, I know that I am a sinner. I confess, Father, that I am a sinner. And I ask that you would uh, bring me, oh God, uh, uh, as you have called me. Bring me unto yourself through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Father, I, um, I renounce my sin. I renounce, oh God, whatever gods I've been worshiping, whatever habits I've been indulging in, I renounce them this morning. And I say, Lord God, take me. Use me for your glory. Hallelujah. Just like you saved, oh God, many in the Bible that came from different background, prostitutes, oh God, and swindlers. You saved them, oh God, and you forgave their sin. Forgive the sins of these, your people. Bring them back unto yourself, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, that brings us to the end of the message for today. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well. And give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise 
at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world, on the ground, in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.